Hello, and welcome to By Association, a new podcast from the Illinois Soybean Association. I'm Rachel Peabody. And I'm Betsy Osmond. And today we'll be talking to Roberta Simpson-Dolbert. She's an Illinois soybean farmer and chair of the American Soybean Association's World Initiative for Soy and Human Health Program, also known as WISH. WISH connects trade and development across global market systems. Visionary U.S. soybean growers lead WISH's work, which improves global food security and builds economic growth through the power of soy protein for human foods and livestock and aquaculture feeds. WISH's strategic partnerships spanned 28 countries in Africa, Asia, and Latin America. Roberta, recently you were one of the representatives from WISH and the U.S. Soybean Export Council that joined the U.S. Department of Ag's Agribusiness Trade Mission. Um, tell us a little about this mission and some of the countries that you visited. Well, we had the opportunity to visit Nairobi, Kenya, and some of the surrounding communities of Nairobi. And then from there, we went to Zanzibar, Tanzania. Um, it was a, a fast and furious week, but I think it was time well spent. Um, it was the first ever trade mission sponsored by the USDA for Departments of Ag and cooperators in Kenya and Tanzania. And just as a benefit to the listeners, Kenya's president recently, within probably just in, within now, the last month, lifted the ban on GMO products. So it was an, a great opportunity to be, have feet on the ground there to visit with their key lead ag leaders um, about the opportunity for more U.S. soy trade with them. And ironically, Kenya actually was one of the first countries that WISH went to when U.S. soybean growers founded the organization 22 years ago. And we're working not only in Kenya now today, but also 27 other countries in sub-Saharan Africa, Asia, and Latin America. Roberta, I'm I'm so curious about these, particularly trade missions like this one. How do you measure success? How do you sort of, in your mind, recap everything that you experienced and saw and conversations you had and think to yourself, you know, that was a really successful effort. How do you measure success for something like that? Well, I think, you you know, you're always looking for new doors to open, new opportunities. And whenever you can have dialogue with people where there is a need for more protein in the human diets of a country. For example, Kenya, Nairobi, and, and Kenya in general is, is one of the fastest growing countries in Africa today. And as a result of five years of drought, the Russia-Ukraine war and, and other situations, there's a need for better food products. And, and we all know that soybeans provide probably one of the highest levels of protein available. And, and so we visited with not only a, a, a company in uh, ProSoya, a company in Kenya, who wishes currently working with, and they are a family owned business that produce high quality animal feeds and also human foods. And then we also visited with another uh, producer of animal feeds that currently use soy. And they're very interested in a more stable and sustainable supply of soybeans. So we, we've got a lot of opportunities there and, and it's, it's easy to get excited about these. And, and hopefully then uh, we can move quickly through some of the challenges that we face with you know just restrictions in a country, uh, transportation, 
we're in a time right now, I mean, the US dollar is strong. Um, we've got high grain prices. So there are some uh, details that have to be worked through, but it, it looks like there's gonna be some good opportunity for more US soy to head that direction. You know, Roberta, we know that farmers are so integral to what WISH does as an organization. You know, talk about why that farmer piece of the organization is so important and how you personally decided to take the step to get more involved with WISH. Well, I have to go back to several years ago, a, a former ISA director and a gentleman that was also very involved in WISH, Phil Bradshaw, who, who's from the Pike County, Illinois area as well spoke to our local Rotary Club about the soy cow, which was uh, a machine that construes or converts soybeans into a milk type product, a milk drink for, and is used heavily or ha was at one time in Central America. And then also I believe in Africa because it would produce a, a high protein drink for children that didn't have sustainable protein in their diets. And that was kind of, you know, at the time, I didn't foresee being able to be involved in WISH, but then several years later, Phil approached me again and said, you know, Illinois Soybean Association is looking for more women farmers, female farmers to get involved, would you consider running? And I, I told him, I said, well, let me think about that a little bit and, and gave it some thought. And, you know, and I thought I really was at a place maybe in my life that I could afford to give some time back to the uh, farm community. And so took that plunge and, and ran for one of the ISA positions. But getting back to, you know, I think to your question about as far as WISH, they are sort of the go-between developing countries. They try to connect trade and food security development. And so we look for countries that maybe don't currently import a lot of soybeans but knowing that there's a need for more protein in the human diets there and that soy can provide that protein, we look for those opportunities. And as the trade develops, then those projects are handed on up to USEC and USB to work with. Roberta, talk us through your current initiatives and sort of what you're working on right now. Currently, WISH has several projects going, uh, one of which is in Cambodia where they receive grant funding for five years. It's an aquaculture industry project. And they're looking at, and this is one that ISA has been involved in as well. And we are developing a soy-based feed that will help increase the um, snakehead fish market in Cambodia. Snakehead is, is their favorite fish over there. And, by developing this soy-based feed, it's a higher quality feed for the fish, and it helps ensure that they can uh, the faster growth of the fish as well. So they're getting the, more of the fish into the market. But as I mentioned, ISA has been involved in supporting that project. And not only are we looking at providing more soy, but we are also sharing our knowledge and our expertise in providing management training to people that are working in that industry. Uh, we've been supportive of their aquaculture association over there because we all know the benefits of networking with other people in the industry. And they're also then looking at expanding that 
aquaculture industry into Ghana, um, which is over on the Western side of Africa. And that project is going well. I, and I failed to mention that we did just get a two-year extension on that Cambodia project. So we're really excited with that about that. And in ISA has also been supportive of, there's an initiative called U.S. Soy Footprint in brand new export markets. And that aligns well with the ISA market development focus area to grow export demand. And uh, we're looking at around the globe at areas that may not have the potential to grow soybeans themselves, but there is a need for that protein product there. And so, you know, we really appreciate all the support that ISA has given us. We continually work with companies in Central America as well. In this past July, we did a project in Monterey, Mexico, that was a workshop on the uses of soybean products in different food systems. And they're utilizing a lot of the food and beverage industry in Mexico. A lot of the companies down there are already utilizing soy. And so this just ongoing collaboration with the businesses that we're involved with there and trying to help introduce U.S. soy to other areas, other businesses as well. So there's always ongoing ideas being generated. We're, you know, constantly developing grant applications for funding from USDA uh, McGovern Dole grants that will enable WISH and ASA and, and through ISA support as well, develop new markets for U.S. soybeans. Roberta, you've done some tremendous work in the soy industry and in your community. Talk about some of the influences in your life that have kind of led to this point in your career. I think that, you know, I've been very fortunate to have opportunities presented to me that I, I've tried to act on. And I guess in the back of my mind, I always think that we're a very blessed country. We, you know, we face challenges with the weather as farmers and, and there are restrictions that we're not always happy with. But when you look around the globe, you just can't help but think how fortunate we are to be able to produce the food products that we do. And so I, I I think there's a, a desire to give back to not only my local farm community and educating about what we farmers do, but to take that out into the world as well. And, and so my husband and I both have always kind of felt very strongly of sharing the knowledge that we have, if there's a place that that will be beneficial. And to share the resources that we have and our foot on the ground efforts as well. You're such an advocate and proponent for so many different groups and organizations and farmers. Tell me something that's that's challenging about that type of work. Well, I think farming is a hands-on business and it, it's hands-on on a day-in, day-out basis. And so it's not always easy to carve out free time to do some of these projects, these extra things that we like to do. But I think, too, that it challenges a family-based operation in preparing for the, the next generation, being able to feel like your farming operation is in good hands. And, and we are very fortunate in that our, our son-in-law has joined our operation, and he and our daughter and, and their two boys have moved back to this area, and we're delighted to have him on board and he brings with him a lot of new ideas and Drew has a lot of a good strong egg background as well. And so he's been involved with our 
our family operation now for, I think, maybe five years. And so we're looking at that transitioning, you know, letting him take over more of the operation as we maybe then have time to do some of these extra things that we like to do. So Roberta, you kind of alluded to it, you know, having some more time to do some of these extra things as you kind of move into that next generation of the farm. But what's next for you? What are some of the things on your punch list that you're excited to work on here in the in the future? Well, I, I found a few years ago when I turned off of ISA, um, it hit me that, ooh, I kind of missed my involvement in that. And so uh, when the door opened up, to be able to run for one of the ASA position from Illinois, I decided to, to do that. And so I was, uh, you know, it took a couple couple times because we have so many qualified people within ISA to serve, um, but I did secure one of those positions and, and hope to be able to continue as a representative from Illinois to the American Soybean Association board, because it, it, that kind of exposes me to a little bit more of, as far as understanding farm policy, as well as through my involvement with WISH, understanding the trade aspect. And I currently serve as chair this year, and hopefully we'll have the opportunity to um, most times the chair will serve two years. So who knows after that? I mean, I, I will continue to serve on ASA even after I've done my term with WISH. My husband is involved in a, a rotary-led project in Zambia, Africa. We're working with farmers, local farmers there just on improving their production methods. They could use some more uh, protein in their diets over there too. And not, you know, and, and then trying to develop possibly some, maybe there's some potential for developing more soybean markets in that area. But it's interesting to see the work that he's doing as well, just in trying to bring those people from going, you know, planting and hoeing with a, a or planting their crops with a hoe to moving them into mechanization with tractor and and planters. So there's lots of opportunities around to, so we'll just have to investigate some of those, I think. Great. I love sort of stepping inside the whole experience of the trade mission trip and getting to understand that a little bit more from an insider's perspective. I really enjoyed that. Okay. Well, good. Thank you. All right, Roberta, thank you so much. We appreciate talking with you today. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of By Association. Thank you to our guest, Roberta simpson Dolbert. Please follow along on the Illinois Soybean Association social media pages to stay up to date on everything we're doing to support the 43,000 soybean farmers we have in Illinois. We'll see you next time. 